Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Pioneer Diamond Chat Podcast. This is your host, Nick Kieser, sports journalist for the Vol State Pioneers. So we're here in the athletic building this afternoon here on this fine Friday afternoon. It's a bit overcast outside. The players are just coming inside from practice this afternoon. Um, so just right now, we want to give you a update on where the Pioneers sit as a team record-wise. Um, in their last two games, they have played Cumberland University's JV team. Um, they took both of those games uh, with pretty significant amount of hits and runs scored. You can check that out on VolStatePioneers.com. Um, those were big wins for them. And... Uh, so moving forward, they really want to keep that momentum going despite what's uh, happening and things like that. So it's going to be an interesting weekend with Southwest Community College uh, visiting. Um, so as of now, the Pioneers' next series has been pushed to Sunday, uh, March 31st and April 1st. Uh, start times are 2 p.m. on Sunday for a doubleheader and Monday for a non-inning game starting at 2 p.m. The current record as of March 29th before this series begins is 10 and 18 overall and 2 and 9 in conference play. The Pioneers will host Southwest, as I said, um, coming in this Sunday. They are dead last in the conference behind the Pioneers. Uh, we'll get uh, thoughts on that coming up soon. Um, and that's another matchup that you don't want to take for granted after uh, having one game in hand, uh, handing Walter State their first conference loss of the season, which is a huge accomplishment by this Pioneer team. So uh, this afternoon, we're going to have uh, infielder uh, Judd Sparks join the show. Uh, he's been a great guy just to get to know over the course of the year that I've been here already. Uh, sitting uh, in front of him on the bus and kind of having that kind of bus conversation with him coming back from Florida. He's a really solid guy, so um, we'll hear from him pretty shortly here. We'll take a short pause, and we'll be right back with infielder Judd Sparks. So, welcome back to the show. I'm sitting here with Judd Sparks uh, after practice this afternoon. So, Judd, first off, thanks for coming on the show, man. I, I do appreciate it. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, uh, getting us started off, kind of want to hear kind of how you got into your story uh, of, well, just kind of, you already told me you got a funny story about getting into baseball, but can it, like kind of like go back farther back and tell me how you got into the sport, like in general. Into the sport, I just kind of... You know, my family, we love baseball. My dad used to, we'd always sit on the couch and watch sports growing up. And uh, and then it got to the point where we would beg him to put baseball on TV. Even my big sister would and my younger sister and my younger brother. So, like, we all, we all just kind of started falling in love with baseball. And I play and my three younger brothers play as well. So, we're all big baseball people. 
Sounds like it. Um, that's really, really cool. Um, never really heard a story like that from anyone that I've gotten to know so far. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you said you had a funny story right off the bat. So I kind of want to hear how you got into playing, like, I guess, baseball here. like With Vol State? Okay, so my freshman year of college, I went to King University for the first semester. And um, and I was back. I played for the Knights, uh, which is a like a a travel baseball team around Nashville. And um, and so I was back hitting uh, in the in the in the cages at the Knights facility. And one of the one of the coaches asked me. He was like, "How's um how's how's King going?" And I was like, "You know, it's not really it's not really that great." Um, it's like I'm not really a huge huge fan of it. And he was like, "Well, would you like to transfer somewhere?" And I was like, "I was like, I mean, yeah, that's an option." And so he came back to me and he said I could go to Dyersburg, Columbia, or Vol State. And after about he was gone for about thirty minutes, and he came back to me and told me that. So I was like, "I'll go to Vol State." I played with a whole bunch of guys, a whole bunch of the guys from the Knights team, probably like seven or eight of them that have come through here. All. Uh, all played on that team, so I came up here to join them and have some fun. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I ended up here. Um, and then I've been here for the last three years, so or two and a half years. And so my um, my freshman year here, before I played in like three or four games, and then I had arm problems, so I had surgery. And then last year played, and then this year I'm playing now. So, good story. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. That's a pretty lengthy journey for you. It sounds like there's a couple of guys that have had a couple of journeys. Uh, yeah, I know that uh, he's I think definitely Krim, had one. Crim's had one. Yeah, yeah. There's there there's definitely quite a few on our team that have traveled amongst the uh, I guess baseball world going in. Yeah, into college, I'd say so. Lane's definitely got a good one too. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we can hear about his story at some point, too. So yeah. kind of backtracking some, too. Uh, you're not the ordinary, as you said. You're 21. Um, uh-huh. And so just kind of want to hear your background. Like, where are you from and, like, what high school did you come out of? Okay, so my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I went to Hillsboro High School. And then uh, after two years there, uh, I went to Brentwood High for my junior and senior year and played there. Really enjoyed it. Um we had a great team, great program. Uh, it's ran really well down there, and um, yeah. So I went from went from Brentwood to King, and then from King to here, and yeah, really, really enjoyed the high school uh, baseball experience. Great program. Hmm. So when you got to Vol State uh, and you picked it because you had former teammates here, what else probably like made it more like? homie for you as you got here like you got like acclimated uh i'd say it was it it was a nice distance to my house uh i live like an everyone's like an hour away from here so uh it wasn't a bad drive home and then just knowing guys here and then uh, i had heard good things about coach hunt too and that he had something good going here and that they had a good fall so i uh yeah, I decided to come here, and it's it's been nice. It's been a really nice place. Mm, that's pretty awesome, um, especially for just making that place feel like home. Um, so most guys have a routine. We'll get into this side of the game, too. Um, 
what's yours for a basic game day and perhaps just share anything out of the ordinary or unique that you do like on a game day? Uh, let's see. Game day, I'm not really, I'm not really that bad on superstitions or anything. Um, I, one thing I do sometimes do, I've got a red pair of batting gloves, a blue and a white. They're all like the same make and size. And usually I'll ask, ask like a, a pitcher or someone be like, hey, which gloves should I use today? And they, they tell me what I'm using. So, um, did that for a while and then that stopped working and so now I just kind of pick them out on my own and it's working all right so we'll see um and then I'm kind of my daily routine every morning I just kind of wake up eat four eggs toast drink some milk and then go from there and then yeah game days I just kind of try and treat it as Every other day, just get focused and get locked in to play. So when you're on the road, uh, do you try to keep that habit sort of the same routine? Yeah, usually I try I try and get to bed by like 11 or so, 11.30, and then wake up at 7, 7.30 just to get eight hours in. And then, um, yeah, and then wake up on the road, go down, see what, uh, see what they have cooking downstairs for us. Usually their eggs are horrible on the road at those hotels, <laughs> but... You know, I sometimes uh, I sometimes get a little pudgy on the road games because I eat the uh, the waffles down there because they're they're amazing. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Well, second uh, on the waffles there for sure, Jed. Uh, those are <laughs> those are usually pretty good, or like a muffin is usually pretty good too. Yeah. Just as of late, being on the road. Yeah. Um. So I did I did let you know this. You might have known this yourself. You do lead the team in home runs with three. Um, yeah. That's pretty awesome. So. How do you keep that going, and what does that do for your team? Uh, how I keep it going is really to just kind of stick to my approach of just kind of hitting it hard up the middle, maybe elevating it a little bit, but like not getting too uh, pull happy or anything. I just gotta because the second I start getting pull happy, I'll start flying open and won't be able to really uh, hit the ball very hard. So. Um, so yeah, for me it's really just gonna I gotta s- not try and hit home runs, just more just stick to hitting the ball hard and uh, sticking to my approach. And then what it does for the team, um, I think just timely hits are important for our team. Uh, we've hit we've hit a few home runs this year, but I think timely hits are I think they're just they're more important than anything. Just just a single, double, triple, anything really. Just whatever gets the runs in. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So, yeah, and I guess kind of going off of that, I remember talking to Bill and a couple other guys too about hitting when we were at Walter State, and they were saying how much better they were seeing the ball now that the season's kind of like come through more or less. And yeah. it's about halfway through now. So how are you guys feeling about batting now? I agree with that. Um, I think as a team we're seeing the ball, a lot of us are seeing the ball better than we were at the beginning of the season just because like it's tough at the beginning of the season to get going pitchers have a pretty high advantage over us just because like we've been cooped up inside can't really get out and uh, see live arms like on the field or anything see how the ball is flying or anything like that so um but like now the season's progressed I think we've seen like I think we've seen the best arms we're gonna see all year like we faced 
guys down in Florida that were throwing 94 from the left side, and then we faced guys from Parkland that were throwing 90-plus from the left side with great off-speed. So, like, I, I think we've seen the best arms we're going to see, and I think we're just – I think we're going to keep – keep rolling a little bit hopefully just keep putting up a lot of runs and pitchers will hopefully just shove that'd mm-hmm. be awesome gotcha yeah. and as far as hitters coming in because i know like when we had the last game against walters matt miller came in and went two for two late and how big of a deal is yeah. that for guys to step up it was awesome um matt's a pretty laid-back dude and he just kind of he stepped in there and smoked the ball which was awesome i think his average is like 385 now so, um, yeah, he doesn't have that many at-bats, but I think he'll uh, be getting more just because he's he's been getting the barrel on the ball and he's been doing good. So, um, yeah, those hits are huge. Like, that just gave us momentum. Like, we were down by a lot then, but it was huge for him to just kind of show a little life. So we still had some fight in us, so that was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's huge any time of the game, especially against the number two ranked team in junior college baseball at that yeah, time yeah so i think so that's pretty huge and then you guys were able to shake that team too so that was pretty cool to watch you guys do that so mm-hmm. um so we're about halfway through the season and so how are you feeling yourself physically mentally things like that and what's the state of the team right now uh personally physically mentally um i'm feeling pretty good um legs are okay I've been stretching a lot mentally just trying to hit baseballs and catch baseballs so that's all I'm really trying to do and then um, I think the team's doing good too Uh, we're just focused trying to get ready for this weekend Uh, we had a good practice today took a lot of ground balls did a lot of infield work we probably turned I don't know 60 double plays or something like that today so we uh, we got some serious work in and uh, we, everyone probably took like 100 ground balls each, so that means Coach Hunt was hitting lots of fungos. So, um, But, yeah, I think we got some good work in today. I think we'll be ready for this weekend. Uh, I'm feeling good about it, and uh, I think our pitchers' arms are feeling good. So they've got plenty of time to rest since we're pushing it to Sunday and Monday now. Yeah, that's so. pretty good. That's a good advantage, and I think especially working on that infield, I know you guys have admitted that in, that the uh, errors early in the season have hurt a little bit, and that mm-hmm. has added up, but now that you guys have been working on it, it sounds like you guys are pretty solid on that part of the game, so that's good to hear. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we can only hope, so we're just going to keep we're just gonna keep practicing hard and playing hard and get ready for, get ready for Southwest to come to town. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how huge, I kind of want to go back on this, how huge was the win at Walter State, and what does that say about this group of guys? Uh, we've, we've known this whole season that we've can, we can compete with anyone, and we've, uh, we've stayed in the games and beaten a couple of really good teams this year. Uh, but we against Columbia, we didn't play well, and against Dyersburg, we just didn't finish. And so beating Walters in that one game, it just kind of proved – I think it proved to the team that like we can finish and that we're capable of uh, hanging in there and beating anyone because, gosh, Chase Haley, game he pitched game one, he was filthy. He made he made them look horrible. And uh, he got into like one jam in the sixth inning and then they scored all their runs then. But, I mean, besides that, they like they, that was the only inning they scored in. So, like we've, we've – we're finding – we're finding our guys, and uh, I think they're gonna 
they're going to come up in a big way for us this year. Yeah, absolutely. And a uh, little note on the podcast, too, and I don't know if you know this either, Judd, but I believe, uh, and this will change over the weekend unless they tie again, but Corey Wilson and Chase Haley are tied for 30 strikeouts, which is huge. <laughs> um, and Chaley doesn't have as many innings pitched as Corey does, yeah. and that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Chaley, he, uh, he definitely shoved in the fall. He was... He was probably one of our most dominant pitchers in the fall, but he was coming off of some arm problems, so that's why he hasn't been starting like early in the season. And so that he's working under the rotation now, and he he's got some good pitches. His fastball has some life, and his curveball it moves a lot. So um, yeah, I think he's I think he's gonna do I think he's gonna do good for us this year. Would you p- perhaps see him get a start the very first game or the start on the nine-inning game on Monday? Mm, I'm not really sure yet. I don't know what Coach's game plan is on that. That's a it's definitely a question for him. I have no idea. Like, Absolutely. None of, us, none of us really know. He's the he's the boss. Yeah. Um, so I've asked about some of this with your teammates, some like superlative, superlative type questions. So... My question for you is, what's your ideal favorite meal that you'd like to have before every game? It probably changes for you, but what's your favorite meal? Before every game? Mm, I, I like going to Subway. I like their, their meatballs, meatball footlongs. Those things are awesome. Yeah, I love eating those things. Those things are fantastic. Just the mm. sandwich, though. No chips or drink or anything, just a sandwich, because mm. we're balling on a budget out here at Bull State, <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. I think that's pretty fresh. I've heard some other bright ideas to us. Subway is like fresh. Yeah. Yeah, it most definitely is. That's probably a good hot spot on the road that we like to go hit up. So Yeah. And, yeah, you're right. We ball on a budget here for sure. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> so, um, so you guys, you like you, you will host Southwest this weekend, Sunday, Monday, at not any game on Monday. So, What's key for for this weekend when you guys play Southwest and uh, this team coming in their last in in this conference play? So, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, what's key for us? I think it's just important for us to just come in and um, play like we played against Walters, just aggressive and hard nosed and focused, just ready to go and ready to play. That's like the only I think that. The only way we're going to come out on the losing end this weekend is if we just show up and we're not ready to play. So we just got to show up energetic and um, pumped up and focused just to be ready to play them like they're one of the best teams in the country and we can't overlook them. We can't overlook them at all because it's uh, it's tough. we gotta, we got to play hard. Absolutely. Um, and so the streak is two right now for you guys getting two wins against the Cumberland JV team. I've mentioned mm-hmm. that in the introduction. But uh, do you think those are more or less tune-up games for you guys just for this weekend? Um, yeah, I think I think they're I think they're good games to play just to just to keep us focused and like for us to keep seeing live pitching. It's just really important to continue to see live pitching and. They, their arms on the Cumberland JV team weren't great, but they had a couple guys that were throwing it decent. So, um, yeah, I think it's important for us to just keep seeing live arms and keep competing throughout the week because if you go just three games on the weekend, then you got like four or five days to, I mean, just hit BP. But 
that's nice, but I, th I like it. I like playing against Cumberland, and uh, I think it just keeps us locked in. Mm -hmm. hmm. So my last thought here for you, I'm going to start doing this. I think this is a cool question. But okay. So if you have to tell another prospect coming into college baseball what's different and unique about this school that they really need to come here and play for this program, what would you say? Okay. Um, I'd say it's it's may it's gonna be the one thing I would come here for is um, I'd say it's a good it's a good place it's a good environment um, the baseball team there's there's a good environment here um, Gallatin's a nice area as well it's like if you were to go down to Dyersburg there's nothing there Walters there's nothing there like all these like a lot of these schools like they're in the middle of nowhere and if you come to if you come to Vol then like it's it's not only a good place to play um if you're a hitter the ball occasionally just flies here so that's really nice um but I mean if you're a pitcher there's not really anything to worry about if you keep the ball down um but I think it's a really I think it's a really good place to play at coach Hunt uh, is very passionate he um he works hard uh, but he expects the same thing from you. So, um, yeah, just it's a good environment, good place to be. Um, yeah, that's about it. I got it. So, Judd, uh, thanks for the final remark there, and thanks for coming on the show this afternoon, uh, taking time out of your day. So, good luck this weekend. You guys play Southwest. It's going to mm -hmm. be a fun series to watch. Thanks for so, having me, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll be right back. We'll take a pause, and we'll be right back with one more last segment. Soundstripe. Podcast. This is your host, Nick Kieser. So we're going to close out the show here with these last few remarks about the Vol State Pioneer. So Judd made some great points. Glad to have him on the show. So once again, thanks for uh, coming on the show, Judd. Uh, we'll talk at you soon for sure, man. Um, but so anyway, the Vol State Pioneers, like I said, they are 10 and 18. They got their last two wins against Cumberland University JV squad. So um, they got a lot of good hits that game. Uh, I was there. Uh, they definitely were playing the ball very well. Um, and I definitely think uh, they're definite. well, sorry, they're going to more than likely uh, see the ball very well this weekend against Southwest. So I would anticipate seeing them play very well. So um, aside from that, um, I would like to kind of like throw out there too that it's been huge to see them step up, especially as of late, because playing Walter State and getting that huge win, that, that, that is huge. Um, and Walter State is a team to be reckoned with. Um, after the Pioneers uh, left Walter State, um, Walter State went on and won four or five games in a row. Um, and I definitely could tell you their motivation was because they got beat by Vol State. So... 
um, that's a good taste to leave, uh, or it's a good taste to have in your mouth after uh, beating Walter State like that. It, the score was seven to five. If anybody wants to know offhand, uh, the story is online at VolStatePioneers.com. So go check that out. It's written by yours truly, um, and definitely uh, follow our Twitter at uh, VSCC Pioneers BSB. Um, we're pretty active on that account and we live stream every single game and also go follow the uh, Pioneer Diamond Chat uh, uh, it's the Pioneer Diamond Chat podcast Twitter as well it is at Chat Pioneer so go check that out as well Um, thanks for tuning in for episode number 6 on the season uh, we had guest Judd Spark, so if you're tuning in towards the end here, if you skipped ahead for some odd reason, go back and go listen to Judd. Great interview, great guy. So uh, we hope to be back in a week, and we'll have more news and analysis on the baseball squad. So see you later.